I'm Spencer, and uh, this is Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. However, this week, Blake is out of town, uh, so I will be doing this episode by myself. Uh, so we decided that we wanted to do something a little bit different um, whenever one of us is not able to come onto the show. And... Uh, the topics usually range uh, from between like talking about what's going on inside of anime today or uh, going into some obscure thing that we might be watching into the future or decided that we might not watch in the future. Um, I don't know. We kind of went back and forth about a couple of different things. Um, but what was on my mind and kind of like stuck inside of my head and I wanted to do a pretty quick episode on that. So this episode might be around 15 minutes or so. Uh, just be prepared for that. Um, but, uh, what was stuck in my head right now is watching these shows that are popping up on the streaming services, uh, that are coming out of Japan. Um, <clears throat> these live action shows that are based off of very popular animes. Um, it's really kind of confusing to me why you would need to, um, I don't know, break this barrier between uh, people that are watching good anime or people that can only watch live action stuff. And I wanted to break it down into a couple of different points. Um, so if you want to stick around, that's fine. Um, if you just want to tune back in next week for our normal episodes, we will be uh, recording this week. So we'll get a... Uh, a new one out to you. Um, but if you want to stick around, this is uh, my single episode of Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. So jumping straight into it, uh, the big one that I wanted to go over was this new show popped up inside of my Netflix queue. And I was looking around um, for new shows inside of Netflix to watch. Um, I don't usually go there for my anime uh, I usually go to uh, different online sources or going to like directly to the source of like country, country roll or something like that. Um, <clears throat> but I was taking a look today uh, to just watch something random and I saw Mob Cycle 100 has a live action show that has a uh, season on Netflix right now. So I was interested to see what they would do with this amazing, amazing, amazing show um, in a live action adaptation. And I was left uh wanting um not only is the show uh i don't know not very well acted um the other thing that really sticks in my craw about it is that all of the i don't know the the funny nuances that are put inside of the anime itself were really really missed inside of the show um it's like uh if you had taken somebody who had just seen the first season of Mob Cycle 100. Um, and then you were like, all right, um, I'm going to give you an incredibly low budget. Um, we're not going to do very good CGI. Um, we do not have enough money to buy good wigs for people. Um, now make an entire season of a series. Um, it was, it was pretty frustrating. Um, to say the least, the, the, first episode of the show starts out with them showing these like generic superpowers that different people have uh that are from these espers um we're probably going to end up going over mob cycle 100 and we'll probably go into the first episode of the animated show but let me just get into the live action show um it's it's 
really generic powers that you see at the very start. The first one is like somebody getting like knocked away by like a like a psychic punch, and then there's somebody like starting like a fire at their fingertips, and then there's um, another one where this guy like pulls out a super fake looking sword. Um, if you watch the first episode of it, it's like in the first five minutes or so. You don't have to watch like a ton of it, if, especially if you're like adamantly against it, which I know a lot of people are. Um, but it's 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 a sword that looks like it's completely made out of rubber or plastic and i i saw that and i was like hold on you couldn't get like a regular sword to use inside of the show that just seems lazy and super cheap um but anyways um the show goes over the main character um is this kid named mob um he uh well, he's a very, very powerful um, Esper that you're going to see um, inside of the anime. Um, the way that he is portrayed inside of the show is kind of like this dumpy kid that doesn't really understand and he wants to just be popular. That is very true to the anime and that is very true to the manga that it is based off of. However, the problem with this main guy as a character is the way that he reacts to the people around him. And I think that this is a very big betrayal of the way that the show is um, or the anime is or the manga is. Well, so here's the thing about Mob. His first interaction um, that you see on screen is him like uh, reacting to this girl who's falling backwards and he saves her and he stands her back up. The problem with this is that I, Mob would be way too afraid to talk to this girl or react to this girl immediately without um, feeling like he must do something inside of the moment. And then there is the scene afterwards where he is going to um, to exercise this ghost that they have. And the ghost, by the way, is horribly, horribly done inside of the show. Um, it's, it's like uh, if you took a, a guy behind a mirror and you put it inside of like a green screen curtain and then you put that up inside of like a wall and then inside of a car, that's what you have for this ghost. Uh, which is not very well done. Um, and it, it always takes me back to people being like, well, the budget is really low. And I'm like, bullshit. People do really low budget shows and movies all the time. And they're able to do way better things than this. The fact that they're able to show like, I don't know, um, ghosts uh, inside of like the first season of supernatural or something, even if you were doing something like that, that is way, way better. And it probably had a lower budget than the first season of the show had. So I, I just do not believe what they were saying. Anyways. So mob shows up on the scene, um, after being called by his sensei, um, his sensei is this like fake ghost detective. Um, and he, I don't know. He's not a fake ghost detective. He's just not a very good one. He doesn't have any powers. So he's he's showing up on the scene, and he starts talking back to his boss. And this is the thing that like set me off, and it made it really hard to finish the first episode. By the way, the first episode is going to play out very closely to the way that the first episode of the normal show, uh, the normal anime, is going to play out. Um, so if you want to watch that, I would recommend just going and watching the regular anime version of it. You're going to get way more out of it than the show. Um, but I think this is the biggest part where it's began to veer away from like the same show that we had seen before. So Mob, as a character, he looks up to his sensei regardless of what his sensei does 
no matter if he is uh, somebody that is completely, um, I don't know, ridiculous or somebody that is completely bullshitting him, Mob believes him wholeheartedly at all times, which is what makes Mob such an interesting and lovable character, is that beyond anything else, he is a trusting, pure person. And that's what makes him so interesting inside of the anime. And what brings you back to watching the show is trying to see this kid that has psychic powers reach his breaking point and do something that's fucking crazy. The anime has this amazing thing that they do inside of the uh, the first season, and they do it a couple of times, but they show Mob getting to 100%. And when he reaches 100%, he has reached his breaking point. And when he reaches his breaking point, he just does this insane, insane psychic ability things. There's a lot of stuff inside of the anime that's really, really badass, and you can go back and you can watch all of these uh, different fights that are going to go on inside of the anime and immediately know that it is just so much a higher caliber than this live. So, um, anyways, Mob, uh, he exercises this ghost inside of the first episode. Um, His sensei thinks him, and then his sensei... uh, His, he defeats his ghost and then his sensei thinks him and then his sensei takes him back to his um, like lair or wherever he is. Not his lair, but his, his office. Um, and he's talking about how he lets him fight the easy ones because that's the only way that he's really going to be able to train and become better. The The thing is about this is... And this is... Uh, okay. So here's the thing about live action shows from Japan about anime that irks me the most. It's like they're not really even trying. Um, and I, I don't say that to, to seem, um, I don't know, disingenuous to the people that are spending a lot of time and money creating these things, but I really, really do think that they are just they're just taking the same thing that you have seen before done well and doing it very badly. So at the end of the day, it makes you question why they would do this in the first place. And it made me think back on this documentary that they're currently doing about this, uh, like the toys inside the United States it's called toys that made us. And this really stuck in my head because, um, they talked about what's called label slapping. And that's where you have uh, something that is clearly not of the same ilk as the show. So let's let's take Star Trek. Um, they had these apparent old. Um, it looked like it looked like a police officer's helmet, where the siren was on top of the helmet instead of being like on top of the car, and it would light up and it would it would spin around in circles. And they had these things, but I, I guess they didn't find some place to put them, so they just slapped. Kirk or Spock on the front of them and they were selling them to kids inside of like the 70s and the 80s right so these shows are label slapped from these quality things that people are so interested in and people some of these like really big anime fans they are going to watch them and they are going to spend hours 
sitting in front of the television watching them just because a lot of these people just want to see the same story told again in a slightly different way. But at the end of the day, that seems so disingenuous to the people if you're just going to make like a shitty byproduct of it. It's like where I, when I heard that they were doing like an, an anime musical of Bleach and I was like, it seems like a knockoff. It seems like one of those, uh, like, uh, uh, like fake packs of like magic cards or fake packs of Pokemon cards that would, are coming from like, I don't know, random countries inside of Asia where the the people are trying to get around the copyright laws, or they're just trying to like make a quick buck and sell it to people and tell them that it is the same thing when it is it is clearly a counterfeit. I'm not saying that these people are making like a complete counterfeit, but. I, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, well, it's the exact same thing that you would watch, just in a much lower quality, and I don't understand why you have to do it inside of the first place. It's it's like the same it's like the same time when you have um I don't know, there's a show called Skins that was made inside of Europe and they made it inside of America, and instead of like taking and repurposing it with like the the same backdrop of like what made it so interesting in the first place, like the office did, where you have um you know, the reason it's interesting is because you've got a, kind of like a bullheaded boss, you have um a couple of characters that don't get along with each other, and then you have like this love interest inside of the office. And that's like the thing that moves everything forward, but you can change around all of these different people to make them realistic and you can have a watchable show. Whereas they took skins from Europe, kept the lines exactly the same, kept the characters exactly the same, didn't change really any of the jokes, and then they tried to sell it to people inside the United States. And at this point, in, in <laughs> people can watch anything from other countries, and if they're done right, then they're just going to watch the original source. And that's what makes this anime live-action shit so infuriating. Because it's not like they're taking it from a different country and bringing it to a new country and repurposing it so they can try to hit a new market. What they're trying to do is they're trying to take something that is already created inside of the Japanese market and repackage it and then sell it back to the Japanese market again. It just makes no sense to me. And it also makes me wonder, like, who is watching this? You know? I, I understand that, like, there's some super fans that feel like they need to be completists and they need to keep on watching this kind of stuff. But it seems, it seems to me that these, these shows have not done great. Uh, it's, it, the, the Death Note that came out. When people saw that show that I know that have seen Death Note, they're like, oh, if you've never seen it and you watch this, you might be like, oh, this is kind of cool, but it would be, it would behoove you to just watch the original anime. And I know we talk like, uh, you know, a, a jokey thing inside of our show in the first place is that it's like we watch anime so that you don't have to. But for real, guys, like you need to watch some of these shows, especially if you're seeing people that are watching these shows for the first time as the live action version of it, instead of just watching the fantastic anime that it comes from. That being said, I think, at the end of the day, you can make a good live-action show, and you can sell it to people, and they will watch it if you are spending time really trying to create a cool story, or 
spend time and money and talent into doing good live action versions of anime that people love. It's it's the same thing that happened for so long inside of the comic book industry. We spent years and years and years having these movies that were coming out that were based off of DC Comics and off of Marvel Comics that were just crap. Like, you were, you remember, like, the dark days, you know? Like, Spider-Man came out, but before that, there was, like, the original Incredible Hulk where Hulk was fighting against, like, Hulk dogs. And there were, were like, complete crap movies... I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of all of the terrible Marvel movies, but the first one that came to mind was just like, a, you know, the third Spider-Man movie or the third X-Men movie. And it's really, it sticks in my craw that more often than not, it's been done inside of DC. And the biggest problem inside of DC is that they continue to do terrible movies. Um, but that being said, the the thing that happened for so long for these movies and for the shows that were on TV is that they were seen as like a joke. A lot of these actors weren't getting these parts because they were the best actors, you know, that, that could be found for these characters. Not like today where you have, you know, people that are fighting to get inside of a Marvel movie or, you know, fighting to get inside of a DC movie, even though it's just like, nah, you probably shouldn't be doing that. But whatever. Um, I would say that on the whole, I am unhappy that they made a live action version of Mob Psycho 100. Um, I gave it three episodes. Uh, I did not enjoy a single one of them. Uh, not really even for a moment. All it made me want to do is watch the actual show, uh, which I had watched the first episode of while comparing it and contrasting it. Um, yeah, you should just watch the anime of this version. Um, I'm, I'm trying to watch some of the other ones as well, these other live-action shows that are coming up on Netflix. Um, like, you know, there's a Full Metal Alchemist one, there's a Death Note one that I mentioned before. Um check them out uh see if you might like this uh, them better than this um but my honest opinion of this one is you should give it a hard pass it's pretty bad um and pretty unwatchable um and it is just not true to its element at the very you know it's not true to its source material enough to make it a a good adaptation so if i was going to put it on a scale um I don't know, from, I, this is awful, but I, I cannot think of a great anime uh, live-action adaptation. I mean, I, I guess the closest that we get to something that's trying to do something cool would be like Ghost in the Shell, but you have that one that's like stuck in controversy. It wasn't the worst thing on the planet. It was just, you know, like you can, you can put more Asian people inside of a movie that's based in Japan. Um, but that being said, that is better than some of the other ones that have come out. The big ones, you can really, if you look back a couple of years, you'll know which ones I'm looking at. Uh, I'm looking at you, M. Night Shyamalan, for making the worst adaptation of a movie of all time in, uh, The Last Airbender, or the 
I hesitate to even say adaptation of Dragon Ball Z. Um, there is a, a garbage Dragon Ball movie. It, it makes no sense, and it's not about the source material at all. Um, anyways, I would put it closer to the latter, uh, closer to Dragon Ball, the live-action movie, and that is saying something, because that movie is um, a garbage, you know, a garbage can that is actively on fire. Anyways, um, at the end of the day... I am happy that I did the experiment. Um, I am not happy with the kind of shows that are being put out by Netflix now with this this backing on them. Uh, and that's what's so frustrating about Netflix doing this as like a Netflix original series is that they are putting out really good anime at the same time. So it just doesn't make any sense why they would do this. Anyways, I, I, I'm done digressing. Um, I'll let you go. Uh, but anyways, we will be back again next week with our normal show. Um, if you have enjoyed my little tirade about this, uh, please let me know. Uh, you can certainly write into Black and Fizzer Get Jumped or um, on our Twitter or through Facebook or through our Reddit chain. Um, but anyways, I'll talk to you later. You can do it by contacting us on one of our many social media channels, which you're about to hear about, so use those. Boom. Blake and Spencer Get Jumped is made by Forever Summer Productions. With sound editing done by Rashad English of Plain English Productions. He's our level 5 sound wizard. Our podcast is ad-free, and we want to keep it that way. If you want to keep it that way, too, please consider supporting us on Patreon. Patreon members get exclusive member content and unlock group perks. Follow us on Twitter at BNS Get Jumped. Like us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Or talk to us on Reddit at Reddit.com slash R slash Get Jumped. If you like the show, please like, subscribe, and leave a review. Reviews help us chart on iTunes. And remember, new episodes come out every Sunday on your favorite podcast platform. Next time on Blake and Spencer Get Jumped. Need to make some fast cash, but don't know how? Grift some people. It's as easy as arm wrestling. Are you a recently acquired hunter exam license holder? Well, you can grift some people. How you might say? Use your nen to always win. Use your nen to always win. Oh my god. This is we have by stop. far the dumbest one we've ever done. <laughs>